Hey everybody, this is Challenge Humano, and she said that. I'm going to try to make this one short and sweet because the last one went on forever, and I felt like people just did not want to listen to that. But everything I said in the last one, Overwhelm the System, has come to fruition. Everything about the president, you have to go back and listen to it because I did that podcast prior, the day before, because I always um, schedule my podcast to um, be released at 6 a.m. the next day, because I do mine really late at night when all my kids are asleep. So I did it way before the president did his, his video and his rallies that he's doing now, and I mentioned things about his family that has now just been discussed in the media. So you have to go back. You can kind of fast forward through things, but there are points in there that have come to fruition because and that the case, the reason for that is I know Trump. Not because I like I know him personally, but I know his personality because we're pretty we're very similar in a way. And um The only difference for me is I have a conscience which stops me at a certain point. But he can go, he can go at it forever. Um, he can cross lines without um, thinking if it hurts someone or how it affects someone. I kind of have that part of me where at some at some points where I think, okay, if I say this or do this, it's going to affect someone negatively, and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that force in their life. I don't want to be that reason that they feel a certain way. So that's the difference between us. But we're pretty much very similar, and so in the sense that we say whatever we want to say and can care less about what everyone thinks about it. Um, he has been very, not vocal, but, um, very, I don't even say vocal because it's not, it's not what I'm saying. Very action in his action. He has been very loud about how he feels about the Midwest and the farmers and people. I mean, he speaks like he understands the farmers and he's. He knows them, but he can't stand farmers. Like, he literally, he has never, my state that I live in is Trump country, 100%. He has never stepped foot into the state. He can't stand this state. Okay. This state was in a flood that caused a lot of farmers to lose crops. And put them in a bad situation. He never stepped foot in this state for these farmers. He literally can care less. Because his whole life previously, if you known Trump previously, because I used to live on the West Coast, so I knew about Trump way before he was president. And before then, he would talk so much crap about farmers in the Midwest and how uncultured 
they were. And that's never changed. He just figured out a way to con them. And the only reason why he goes into certain states is because it benefits him. And he blatantly says it to them, to their face, which is hilarious because they stand there. If you watch any of his rallies and when he says things like, you guys wouldn't get it, or, um, you know, I like the uneducated, so I love you guys. Like, he'll say things like that, and they will stand there with, like, a blank look on their face, like, is he joking? Like, is he, should we laugh now because it's a joke? He obviously has, it's, it's hilarious to watch. You guys have to roll back the rallies and um, pick out those moments. But he has never liked the Midwest. So um, it's just funny to see, to see him, to see the Midwest rallies. Because if he really did care, like all his staff, all the people that he listens to are all from California or New York. There's no, like, Midwest um, doctor, physician, um, media specialist. No, none of them. All of them are, they may have started in the Midwest, like, when they were three and then left <laughs> and never looked back. And they're all from, like, New York and, and California. So it's, it's adorable that people from the Midwest think that um, he cares, but... It's just adorable. So the president has been talking about how he's immune, which then motivates other people to feel like if they catch it, they're immune. And nurses and doctors have been coming out saying they feel like the community and the people don't have their back. There's people out there that do have your back to all the physicians and scientists and nurses that work around the clock to help us get through this uh, crisis, this um, coronavirus. There are people that have your back, but the people that are stupid somehow manage to be the loudest because it's great TV, it's entertainment. And that's what this four, year, four years has been about, it's entertainment. So to all those physicians and nurses that feel like feel overwhelmed because people aren't following the rules and they constantly have to go into work they constantly have to take on extra shifts to cover and ensure other people's care and it takes away from their family's care their own family and caring for their own family know that there are people out there that do see you, hear you, that do take those precautions and safety measures. Um, just for whatever reason, they're just not being heard or it's not being loud enough or whatever the case may be. So um, don't get discouraged. You're doing good work. Keep up the good work. Um, I don't, like I said, I don't want to go on too long because I did in the last one. The Supreme Court justice thing, I think everyone with Amy Barrett, whoever she is, she's like a shot. 
someone should create the Amy Barrett shot. And I don't know what, I feel like Yukon Jack should be a part of it because it's some strong shit. You know what I'm saying? Right now we're going through some strong shit. So we need some, so Yukon Jack should be an element in the shot. Um, because she's going to get elected onto the Supreme Court. And as much as she likes to say that she would set press or she wouldn't, you know, she can't state her view on certain things because circumstances and she needs to review and blah, 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 blah. She is a traditional woman. And traditional women typically follow the man in all circumstances. So if you think about how the court system is set up, there's, I think there's two or three conservative men. So she'll most likely follow along with whatever they say, because in the Bible, for these traditional women, um, they are to be an aid and assistant to the man. They are not to be... Um, even if they have their own opinion, they are to follow the man because the man is the head and the woman is the body. So I'm just saying that is what is going to happen when she becomes a Supreme Court justice because she is. So everyone just take that shot, take it. Bite a lemon, lick some salt, whatever you need to do to make it go down easier. It's going to happen. What it should do, what that reality should then do for those people who are outside of that traditional um, white Christian lifestyle motivates you to run for office or vote, which is goes back to my prior podcast, overwhelm the system. No matter what obstacle they put in front of you, overwhelm the system. There have been people before you who have been beaten, who have walked miles, who have gone through intimidation and, and shame and so forth to vote and so to honor them is to walk those same footsteps if they have only one ballot box damn it make sure your your vote gets into that one damn ballot box if that's what you need to do because I'm telling you gay people the LGBTQ I'm sorry if I don't get it correct is very hard for me to say because and I've said that before but your community should be of huge concern. The fact that I'm concerned should tell you you should be concerned so um, because this could change your family dynamic this can change everything for you Um, so vote and if you feel the need to run for office don't be scared do so. Roe v. Wade, I feel that if one of those men, I think it was Robert, 
Hobbs, who was the one that was part of the keeping it in place, I feel like if he falters, if he um, has the change of mind, she will follow. She will, she will follow regardless, even if he doesn't falter. She will follow the other conservative males because that is the role of a traditional woman. And um, a part of me feels like Roe v. Wade wouldn't be overturned because it affects all men in all uh, earning brackets, even million, billionaires and millionaires. You might not hear stories about it, but I know for a fact that there are side chicks out there who have millionaires and who have billionaires that they entertain. And sometimes there's slip-ups. And you know what? It's not hard for those men to throw in a couple, you know, hundreds of dollars to pop a pill or go to a doctor visit to get rid of their problem. I think there was like one instance where it was like an actual Congress person was involved in forcing a woman to get an abortion. So wealthy men have a bigger risk and a bigger stake in this law than women do because 18 years that's all I'm gonna say 18 years of your money Ooh, and if you got like three or four side chicks and they set you up oh, oh my bitches it's money that's all I'm saying get your money girl I ain't even gonna be mad <laughs> Because I don't judge. So do what you got to do. And they overturn that, honey. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to be ratchet right now. Hmm. I, I bet you they be careful. I bet you those men will be careful from here on out. Hmm. So, I don't know. But I'm just, like I said, people take that shot because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I'm just concerned for the the gay community on that issue. Um, coronavirus, I feel like everything is going up. Everything everything is going to spike um, with the flu. I don't know if it could affect COVID um, and you could possibly get both. I don't see why, what would cause one to eliminate the other like if you got COVID then you couldn't catch the flu like I don't know if that is a thing I th I, I think it's possible that if you get one like if you get the flu then it can make you susceptible to get the COVID or it can make one more aggressive or more um, dangerous, like, like if you get the flu, but then you get COVID, then your symptoms of COVID is, is worse than if you just had COVID or it could be flipped where there's, if you have COVID, but then you get the flu, well, then your flu symptoms are 10 times worse than if you didn't have one or the other. So I feel that's what is going to happen in America. And I feel like old people are going to get screwed so bad. 
And you know what? A part of me is like, oh, I feel bad for old people. But then a part of me is like when I go outside my house and I hear people like say they're immune and they're not worried about COVID. It's like if you die, you die. I don't I mean, like I can't. How do I have empathy and care for you when you don't even care for yourself? So like if your grandma dies, don't call me like what are you crying to me for? You knew she, you knew it was going to happen. You didn't have no problem with it. So why you... No, I'm not begging you no damn lasagna. I ain't sending you no, no empathy card. <laughs> like, why would I do that? They done told... Everyone was told old people would get it and they could possibly die. And you set your grandparents up. And they were like, I don't care. I don't care if I die. Then... No, I'm not. No, no, you're not getting flowers. No, mm -mm, you're not getting flowers. You're not getting no meals. Don't ask me to wash your kids. No, I'm busy. <laughs> I don't have time for that. Mm -mm, I'm busy. So I'm just, you can't, you know what? You can't cure COVID and you can't cure stupid. So I feel like insurance companies, if people are going around without masks, especially into buildings, knowing that ventilation, studies of ventilation and stuff are um, important and have shown effects that if you have great ventilation, it helps with um, not contracting the virus. And people, especially go inside buildings without wearing a mask and social distancing their insurance should go up because they're taking on a risky behavior. And I believe that. So all insurance companies, if there's any insurance moguls that listen to this at all, um, or if you are trying to make money, start an insurance company. Say it's great and do like great benefits and policies. And it's like, yeah, you know, I, don't, I have a low deduction and blah, blah, blah. Premiums are low. But then be like, bam. If you wear a mask or if you don't wear a mask in inside situations and social distance, then your premium doubles because you're taking on a risk, an unreasonable risk. And therefore, you your price has to go up because we just can't cover that. Anyways. Just a thought. This is your girl, Challenge Humano, and she said that. <laughs>